Hello and welcome to episode 211 of the Enough Podcast. My name is Mike Hurley and I am joined today by Mr. Patrick Rowan. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing okay. So I have, I have launched an episode upon you. Now, the eagle-eared, I don't know if eagles have good ears, I guess so, the eagle-eared listeners were the best, the people who are who consider themselves to be audiophiles, as it were. Audiophiles. Audiophiles. That's a, that's a British term, right? Uh, probably. <laughs> they will have noticed that I sound different right now. All right. And I do not have the fullness of of my usual voice. There is less bass and less oomph to it. And that, Patrick, is because I am using a USB microphone right now. Okay. I am not using my usual um, beautiful high PL40 going into my mixer. Okay. Um, Why is this? I'm going to get to all of this. So. Okay. I am also currently using the worst version of Skype ever known to man. Again, I will get to this in a moment. And I am also recording this episode on my Retina MacBook Pro. So everything okay. about today's setup is different. Now, okay. um, this is because currently I have 15 minutes left on an install of Mountain Lion on my Mac Mini. Because someone thought this someone is me, thought it would be a good idea to install Mountain Lion during the gap between recording Bionic and this show. I don't know why I thought that would be a good idea. Um, this is because Logic Pro X came out today. Yes, I am, I am aware of this. Uh, this it's, it's been uh, a popular uh, topic of conversation on uh, sites the, the, like The Loop where um, you have you know, bearded musicians running it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I am. I, I want to try this out. Basically, I've been holding off from. Um, I have been holding off from installing. Not even. I have ha- actually own a copy of Logic Pro Nine. Mm. I've been holding off using it because I find it a very ugly, very confusing application. Um, I actually have a session booked in with a very kind gentleman um, by the name of Aaron Dowd. Me and him okay. are actually going to be talking later this week because he was going to be teaching me. Um, Aaron is a podcast editor, and he's offered to give me some time to go through some Logic stuff with me. So oh, I cool. can start to learn because I want to start to learn Logic, but it's a very confusing application, in my opinion. And now out of the blue, very luckily, Apple have released Logic Pro X today, and I really want to try it out. Um, and I'm impatient, and I want to try it out today. And I think <laughs> I might have enough time to install a whole new operating system onto my Macintosh um, in between the, say, 25 minutes that I had before I started the show today. Oh, Obviously, I do not I do not have that. So my Mac is doing something over there. Um, I am recording on a totally different machine. So then I thought to myself, Pat, I was like, well... No, make the best of a bad lot. This is what we're going to have to deal with today. But to record this show, because I don't have my usual setup, I need to rely on software. So I'm relying on the Ecamm Cold Recorder. That oh, that yeah, I remember that. So that is recording this Skype conversation. But I thought to myself, like any good podcaster who has absolutely ruined his setup for the day, that I would test this. Just make sure that it was all working. So I yeah. tried some Skype test calls, and I was quick looking the files. So, you know, you just go to the file and then the finder, and you press the space bar, and it starts playing. Yeah. It wasn't giving me 
both sides of the conversation. It was just giving me my side of the conversation. It's like, this is not right. Trying Ooh. out my inputs. I was like, well, this won't work because obviously no. I need Patrick in the yeah. episode. That's a good thing to have you in the show with me. <laughs> yeah, I find that that's, yeah, I find it good to have you around in yeah, the that's file. The very, very, uh, as, as uh, they say around my parts, that's mighty white of you. I, I do believe <laughs> that this episode, uh, this show, um, <laughs> Aside from the talking part now, if you, if my co-host, i.e. Patrick Rome, was not in the episode with me, it would be a very quiet show. Um, with <laughs> I don't know. Giggles. I mean, you're do, you've done most of the talking so far. Uh, so with, so. with this show as the exception to that that rule so far, <laughs> and um, so I thought, well, I don't know what's happening here. So um, I thought I would I scrolled through my Skype uh, contact list. And I saw a buddy of mine, Chris Enns. Um, okay. So I called Chris and told and gave him a very brief overview of what I was doing, and was just um, recording a call with Chris to make sure that it wasn't just the test call problem was the problem in all of this. Mm. So tried all of this, nothing was happening. So uh, didn't really know what's going on. Still quick looking the files, nothing. I'm just hearing my own, my version of it. So I'm not getting Chris in the call either. So okay. I was like, right, let me restart my Macintosh now. So I restarted my MacBook Pro. And then I thought to myself, let me just open the file in QuickTime. Open the file in QuickTime. Both sides are there. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I reckon it's because it, I think it's recording in stereo and and then playing it back to me in mono for some reason. So I was only getting one channel. Hmm. So I now have Skype version 6, which is... I don't like it. Um, <sighs> oh, man. So yeah. I, could, I probably will have to go back on this machine. I like 2.8. This, Like, for some reason, when I go to call... When I press the button to call you, it video calls you instead of audio calling you. So I have to cancel and then recall you again. You know, some of us actually have a backup of... of you know, like on a DMG of, uh, you know, the 2.8 installer from way back when that they Skype? just kind of keep around in multiple locations. Skype do still offer it as a download. Oh, do they? Yeah, you can get 2.8 from them. I think. <laughs> That's awesome. I believe so. At least you could. You used to be able to. That proves, that says a whole lot right there. Or maybe you can't anymore, but you can. You used to be able to, but you can Google it and mm. you will find it. Like oldversion.com. I've never tried used oldversion.com, but it's there. You can find it. And I think okay. I actually have another copy on my system called Old Old Skype. I renamed the file. Smart. Just in case. No, and that's you know, and that's the thing, right? You know, you want to have backups of these things. So, so uh, this is actually topical to what I want to discuss today. But just very quickly again, I want to apologize for how I sound in this episode. Oh, cheapers, get over yourself. No, it sounds bad. I've already heard audio peaking more, even more than usual, because I am want to do that quite a bit. You know, I, I speak too loudly all of a sudden like that, and then it bursts people's ears mm. um, because it sort of it gets too hot as it were um and uh yeah just in general i mean i, I when i listened back to the the test recording and the recording that i did with chris chris is a podcaster by the way he has a network called sskTM which okay. is fun he has a couple couple of good shows on there um when i uh was listening back to him i was like oh it sounds it just sounds 
so bad. Long-time listeners of the show will remember the way that I sound from from the the before times, I think we were yeah. them. Well, I mean, I'm not helping the matter because I'm actually... Well, it's insufferably hot here. And, um, how and hot? the house... How hot? How hot is it? How hot is uh, it? Fahrenheit, uh, the low 90s, but with uh, the humidity, the heat index is, uh, is in the hundreds. So we actually are having similar heat today, temperature-wise. Really? Not necessarily humidity. It's currently 27 degrees Celsius, which Google tells me is 80 Fahrenheit, but it has been past 30 today. Yeah, okay. So that's so, 87. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, Which, I mean, it's extremely hot for England. It's extremely uh, hot. Well, I, you know what I've, I find interesting is that no matter how hot England gets, you still don't get the humidity that that we get, despite the fact that you're essentially an island. Yeah, <laughs> and, I don't really and get despite that. the fact that London specifically is, you know, I mean, it's it's got big giant river running through it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you would think you would get more humidity than you do. And yeah, we, we get it lots because you know we have. Tons of Minnesota, especially, has tons of lakes and ponds and streams and creeks and rivers and you know just bunches and bunches of bodies of water. Um, and so it tends to get yeah a bit a bit humid here uh, at times. So uh, so yeah so I'm over at our other house uh, <laughs> that, that has central air conditioning. Um, but uh, also I am has over a, at the second road abode. <laughs> oh, stop. Um, I'm but, at the summer house. <laughs> I hate to say it, but that's kind of how we use it. Um, yeah, so. Wait, I'm at the house that I go to when my other house is too hot. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's where it. I am right now. That's amazing. That's, that's pretty much it. You know, so, I just I, I'm, I'm. I know you just. Um, yeah, the there's central air here, but it's got a really kind of strange internet connection. Uh, that internet connection is uh, uh, it's called Clear. It's one of these. Oh God, I don't know how to how to put it. Um, but basically, what they sell you is this, you know, large four G modem, basically, and you you get this four G modem and you know buy a you know year's worth of service or whatever, and it's a lot cheaper than than you know having a dedicated you know like cable or DSL connection. Um, I mean, it's really cost competitive. Um, and, uh, you know, think of this as like those, remember when those hotspot modems were kind of mm-hmm. popular for about three seconds before they built that stuff into our phones? Let me, um, let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. How easy is it for you to get to this house? Oh, it's only a, it's a mile and a half away, essentially. So how possible would it be for you to be here every week? Because you sound better to me today than you have done in many weeks. Wow, really? Brad, Brad, hmm. Brad, oh, see, oh, that was far too loud, sorry. Um, 
Brad Dowdy. Oh, I'll keep doing it. Every time I say his name, I, I speak too loudly. Um, Brad, he records uh, from using a hotspot every week on the Pen Addict. Oh, huh. Because his internet is very bad where he lives sort of connection-wise. So for him to get any sort of consistent good speed, he has to... Uh, he has to use a 4G hotspot, which he does every week, and he always sounds pretty good to me. What's interesting about that, though, is that the speed is much reduced. Hmm. Technically, from a technical perspective, and I'm connecting to that hotspot via Wi-Fi. It, so in the it same- may simply be because there's less devices using that connection. Who knows? Mm, yeah, that's uh, definitely possible. Uh, as it stands right now, there's very few devices using that connection but still um, you know this connects basically via cellular to um, and, and to be honest with you like there's the little there's like some little lights on it that indicate you know strength of your connection um, you know similar to any other cellular device I'm only getting three out of four on it anyway hmm. so yeah I mean it's it, it's strange I mean now granted it should be a you know 4g you know, LTE sort of connection. So it should be like, you would think it'd be pretty fast, I guess. But, oh, well, the bottom line is, is that I'm on a different connection today. Um, if uh, you want to try it out for a while, it's probably not uh, not much of anything for me to make it back here to record. I just have to, you know, keep my microphone over here. And then this house can also be the studio. <laughs> it could be. It could be. I mean, uh, it may come back to bite us in, who knows, in two minutes' time. We may not well, be able yeah, to hear yeah, you Skype, at all. Skype may go south. So, But right now you sound great. And I'm on Wi-Fi as well, even. Wow. Holy cow. All sorts so, of happening is here. Uh, something just happened. So my uh, my install, I feel like I should give you an update on this, just went from two minutes to 19 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, welcome to Apple time. Interesting they did that. And the the progress bar has significantly changed too. So the progress bar was nearly done, and now it is about halfway through the the thing. I feel like it is imperative to this episode um, for me to let people know (laughs) how we're doing with the the install. I feel like that's really important right now. So so here's here's the thing. You've done OS installs in the past. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why I, I thought that it would be a good idea to do it in a very <laughs> finite period of time. I mean, because you know that this is never the case, right? That in general, your standard OS ten install takes about an hour, mm-hmm. forty five minutes to an hour, depending upon the depending on the device. Right? Yeah, I have I have absolutely no idea why I thought this would be a good idea. Like it it's a bad idea. Like I'm sure that as I was doing this I thought that it was a bad idea, but I just went ahead and did it anyway because I'm I'm very impatient and I want to basically in my mind, Logic Pro X is going to solve all of my problems and it's gonna be super simple to use. In in actual in actuality I'm sure that it will be as confusing as before. It will look a little bit nicer though. But all right. I was resisting learning the application because I knew that Logic Pro X would come. So I was I was resisting learning how to use Logic because I I thought to myself things will change, it will look different, and that I should hold off as long as possible until 
making the jump and really digging into and learning a, a quite a big application when I, I, I know GarageBand inside and out, but I am getting to the <laughs> point now where I am really stretching its capabilities. Well, and then, there are some well, things like just equalizers and presets and stuff that I would like to be able to take advantage of that I cannot. Why are you not sticking with what you know? Because when, no, when what you know is working perfectly fine, there's like yeah, no not, problem uh, so, with what you know. What's well, not working about it? So there are, as I say, I am pushing it to its limits now. Like for for example, um, at the moment we're trying out with the prompt. We're trying. Um, to, we're all recording locally, just because it there is a significant well, strain yeah. on the bandwidth because of the span that it is. Yeah, I mean, going, you're yeah. talking Great Britain, Italy, and yeah. the U.S. Yeah, there is you a, know, the middle of the U.S. I might add. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it is causing us some problems, just because also more more so than that, we have the three of us have very varying internet connections. So, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, and so I wanted to try and make sure that that sounded as good as possible. So we're all recording locally. Um, I also throw in some clips into the show, like sound bites, music, and all sorts. And it's taking me far too long to edit that show. And I know just the very little that I know about Logic and the people that use it, some of the things that I'm doing shouldn't need to take me as long as they do. Um, mm. Because GarageBand, it's, it doesn't have very great sort of finite editing. Um, and, and some of the... It, well, it doesn't have as great as Logic. Also, mm-hmm. um, I have a mixer here which enables me to record in multi-channel. So I could, even when recording with you, rather than at the moment, um, if I want to, to be efficient in the way that I see it, I'm recording us in one channel, which is a terrible thing to do. So it's taking both of our um, audio and putting it into one channel. If it sounds great, I'll, I'll use that. Otherwise, I will fall back to the call recorder or something. But Logic will allow me to take my audio and your audio and split them into two channels so I can then make changes to them like equalizer-wise and stuff like that. Um, I'll be able to remove noise easier and more efficiently. So, for example, I want to be able to do this right now, which is turn this fan on. Mm. But you can hear that. And GarageBand mm-hmm, does mm-hmm. a really bad job of getting rid of that noise, where Logic does a much better job. None of them are perfect. It just does it better and it makes it easier. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But, you know, I mean... Plus, yeah. it's it's about time. Like, I I have professional-grade equipment, and I'm using amateur-grade software. So I, I really... I could be getting a lot more bang for my buck, as in the bucks that I've spent on this equipment, if I'm using a better piece of software. Although hey, I am sure... That's a very fair argument right there. Although I, I, have, I think out of all the arguments, that one is the most... Good. Makes the most sense. Although I am sure that I'm going to realize that I need to spend some more money as soon as I... Because I basically, whenever I've used the Firewire input as opposed to the audio out, sort of the mm-hmm. line-in input, my input of my microphone is significantly quieter. And that's because of something... I don't know what it is. There's something to do with the gain and the way that the Firewire deals with that. And so that may mean me needing to spend another couple of hundred dollars to buy a uh, preamp for my microphone, which I should have anyway. Mm. So there so basically, you go. Pretty, pretty soon now you have started down the path of building, you know, 
five by five dot uk yeah <laughs> version two this is i mean i already have version one of all of this but now i need version two of this well yeah in the same way that like you know you know it, it's it seemed like there was a period there where dan went from you know having you know your your kind of basic setup to having like you know building out a full-blown audio studio you know what i mean mm-hmm it seemed like there was this period there of maybe about two to three months where it went from zero to 60, right? Here or there. Yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah. Or I, there. I, there. I, mean, I kind of did the same. I went from like zero to 35. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I've I've got about 75% of the equipment that I need, and I only mm. really need one more piece of equipment, and then I'm to done. To really make things shine. Yeah. 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 Famous last words. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anybody again that remembers what it was like when I did get this equipment will remember a significant learning curve that I needed to go on, um, mm. but was doing that whilst I was recording all of the shows. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you didn't miss a beat. So, there so. You go. should uh, we talk about the sponsor and then we uh, probably I wanna should. I mean, follow follow up on some of this stuff. Yeah, that sounds like okay. a really really good but, idea. But I want to tie it into kind of what I what uh, I was planning to talk about today anyway, because it, it does tie in. Before I just railroaded you. No, it's okay. It's all right. It's your show, too. Very true. So this episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it easy to create your own website. For a free trial and 10% off, goes to, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO. Squarespace is constantly updating their platform with new features, new designs, and fantastic support, and even more of it. They have beautiful designs for you to start with, with tons of style options to allow you to adjust your however you want, so you can really create your own space online. Squarespace takes care of hosting, SEO, and even makes your site look automatically beautiful on any device by using responsive web design. It's incredibly easy to use, but if you need any help at all, Squarespace have an amazing support team that will work 24-7, to help you while you go to squarespace because i'm sure that you're going to go and sign up over at squarespace.com when you're there take a look at their page that they've got at the moment they have some fantastic videos that the team created there which really show off just how many people can use squarespace really differently to create beautiful websites you can check out all the videos there and see like you know people that want to create a business people that are artists musicians much much more so you can kind of get a feel as to no matter what sort of project you have a squarespace site can really help it shine mm. Go try Squarespace for free. No credit card required for for their trial period. And if you decide to purchase, Squarespace plans start at $8 a month. They include a domain name if you sign up for a year. And don't forget, you'll get 10% off if you use the code TALLYHO, T-A-L-L-Y-H-O, at checkout. So go check out Squarespace, everything that you need to create an exceptional website. Yeah, definitely. Check it out. Check it out. Don't delay. Check it out. Check it out. (laughs) I don't know what's happening anymore. (laughs) All right. So... One of the things I wanted to talk about, one of the few things, um, and I may have to kind of go over them quick, 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 like, is uh, had this you know interesting conversation as I always do with my uh, with my good friend uh, Garrick uh, yesterday morning about um, how. Oftentimes, we are going along, working on a project, what have you, and something goes wrong, right? Something goes completely foobar, 
uh, FUBAR is a, a technical term used uh, in the military, by the way. Um, F'd uh, up beyond... All recognition. All recognition, yes. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, maybe, you know, it's a competitive thing. Maybe you're, you know, you're playing a, a, a sport or a game and things seem to be going well and then they just fall apart for whatever reason, right? Um, and one of the things, you know, or let's say that you're about to start a podcast and uh, you're about to start recording that podcast in a few minutes, but you decide, you know, to you know, do something else instead that uh, kind of screws up the ability to record said podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know well, what you're referring to, by the way. <laughs> um, there's this interesting, you know, idea and approach uh, that I think one can take when something like that happens, uh, kind of uh, the, the, uh, the Monday morning quarterbacking, as it were. Um, and that is... To go back and to recreate the conditions under which you – where things went wrong. In other words, let's say you're, it's a sport, right? And uh, you know, maybe you notice that you started to lose when you know, X, Y, and Z happened. Well, you could you know, go back and start at the beginning and try to figure out how not to get to that point again. But what you may find out is that, in fact, you always arrive at that point based on where you began. Um, or you could go back to that point and say, what went wrong, right? What, what exactly happened at the point of FUBAR? And let's start from there. Let's start from right when things went wrong to try to dissect that and figure out how they went wrong, what went wrong about them, and ways that we might be able to continue on in a different path and make them right. Um, And I don't know. I think it's it's an interesting idea that's applicable to a lot of things. Um, And and some things I don't know if it's possible to recreate, but certainly you know, something to think about. For instance, um, when I, you know, when I go for a, a long run, I find that I hit a wall at about mile, at about mile eight, right? I just I I hit this wall where suddenly I cannot push myself any you know any harder. I can't I can't uh, break past this feeling of, okay, I just can't go any further, right? Um, And even though I do, and even though I push past that, every step I take from mile eight on is like, feels like I have blocks on my feet, right? (laughs) And what is it? Why is it always there? Why always that place? Um, I've never really sought to answer that question I've always thought well if I just keep at it you know eventually it'll get better or eventually you'll mile eight will become mile nine or mile or what have you but gosh what I would give to just stay at mile eight right for a while and just say okay let me sit here for a while and see okay what was it what what did I do wrong or or how did I arrive at this point and what is it why am I running into this wall and obviously you know, you can't really do that unless you're at mile eight, right? <laughs> unless you've run eight miles, you can't really like stop to, to 
take a break and analyze that and dissect it or whatnot. Um, but it's, uh, you know, the bottom line is just, you know, how I think we often, um, you know, things go wrong and we don't take the time to evaluate why. And then apply that towards the future, right? Um, and even things we should know. Like, for instance, you know, we know from having installed operating systems before how long they take to install. Yet still, you know, that didn't stop you from making a choice that, that you... Was, that you was know. purely beautiful trolling. <laughs> but... My greater point is we do this all the time. All the time we bang our heads against the same walls. All the time we make choices that we know uh, that we know from past experience can only lead to trouble, yet we still make them, right? And I, I wonder if, you know, I think part of that is that we really don't think about, oh gosh, that you know, it was a bad choice. I shouldn't have made that. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure I don't make it again. You know, but maybe what you want to do is go back and say, okay, what were the conditions under which I made that choice, right? You know, excitement over this thing or, you know, I, I felt like I was in a corner and I didn't have any other way to, way to go or, you know, what were the conditions? Because if you can... You know, if you cannot just say, oh, that was a bad choice, and I'm just not going to do it again and just kind of move on, that doesn't involve the learning that will inevitably, inevitably come from sitting with that choice, analyzing that choice, looking at the conditions under which the choice was made, and then moving on from there. And what you may find is that no matter... No matter what direction you come from, you always end up in that place. And that's okay, too. That's important to know, too. Now you know. Now you know that this is always going to be this way, right? Or that, you know, that uh, you're always going to make these this choice in, that, in those conditions. And that that's okay. So, just a thought. A nice thought, nevertheless. Ah, thank you. So I've got seven minutes to go. All right. For your install? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really know what's going to be awaiting me at the other end. Yeah. So So you had to install Mountain... So you hadn't installed Mountain Lion, right? No. I mean, the the computer that is in question is my Mac Mini. It's my production machine. And so you try to mess with that as little as possible, if my memory serves me correctly. Update nothing. I don't update applications. I don't update the operating system. Because if it's working for me, it's best not to mess with it. Yeah. But I really do think that logic will be a, a, a very, very valuable addition. So I'm willing to try it out. I know other people that do this stuff using, you know, Mountain Lion. So I was on Snow Leopard. Yeah. I mean, there's, wow. <laughs> well, and hence the reason why that install is going to take even longer, right? Because it's it's got to, 
you know, yeah, it's got a lot of installing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, but in general, that's a a strategy that I greatly support. Right, this idea that you know, if you got something that works for you, why are you even bothering looking for changes? Right. Yeah, I feel it has to be like there has to be reasons, right? Yeah, like like a really compelling reason. Like you have one, right? This is this is something that you think could really increase your ability to do this thing that is your business, right? And that is part of your bread and butter, and that makes perfect sense. Um, you know, things that important, you you want to make those sorts of conscious choices about, right? Um, but on the, you know, uh, the flip side of that coin is also things this important. You want to be very, very choosy and careful about what you do change. Um, and it seems like you've done that. So, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not trolling you. <laughs> I think, you know, I, I, I think you made the right, the right decisions. I think your timing might have been a little bit off, but, you know, guests. I know mine has been for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of just did something insane, really. Oh, well. We all do that. We all do that from time to time. So, should we wrap this up so you can uh, get to uh, dealing with the four minutes, my friend? Stall stuff. Yeah. Know? Who knows? Who knows? Seriously, who knows what I've got on the other end? I, I don't know. I've got four minutes to go, apparently. Apparently. Yeah, but just remember from past experience that four could easily become 20 in a matter of seconds. And who even knows if it's going to leave me with an updated operating system or a completely clean machine just for fun. <laughs> uh, you do have a backup, right? Okay, then. Well, where can people find you? <laughs> they can find me uh, crying in a corner somewhere. Um <laughs> That corner is sometimes known as Twitter or app.net, and I'm I Mike I M Y K E, and I'm Patrick Rome P A T R I C K R H O N E. I'm just about everywhere. Um, use that name, and you can find me. We'll be back next week, and I promise. Well, I provided nothing goes horribly wrong. I promise <laughs> I'll be back to normal next week. <laughs> All right, sounds like a winner. Brilliant. Thanks so much for listening. All right, we'll chat later. Cheers. Cheers.